Welcome to the Hot Topic Bold Talk Podcast. Dr. Jacqueline is opening a forum for us to discuss opinions on the topics currently trending today. She's also going to share her experience with unique and diverse books that will encourage us all to think differently about the world and change our lives for the better. Together, we cover hot topics and get into the nitty gritty of how they affect our lives. All in the friendly and engaging tone so that you feel comfortable listening, even if it's not your favorite topic. This podcast is the perfect blend of knowledge and fun. We discuss everything and anything that matters today. Don't settle for the same old stuff. Get in on the conversation. Hello, my name is Dr. Jacqueline, and I'm from DTP Leadership Group. This is podcast 29. I'm going to talk about women in our country that are being minimized by politicians in specific states in our country every day. And what I'd like is for you to understand how women have fought this kind of behavior through four waves of feminism. And we need to keep fighting. Before I go into the later phases of women that have been powerful influences in our country, I want to talk about the four waves of feminism. There are women I could not have thought of if I had not read the article I will mention in a moment. When I do move to the present day women, I want to be sure I've done my best to recognize as many women as possible for their contributions to the four waves of feminism. I've read a number of articles on the four waves, however, the best written and the one that has the clearest statements about the focus and purpose of the different waves was written by Casey Sage on May 29, 2020. It's entitled The Brief History of the Four Waves of Feminism, which is found in medium.com, Casey Lewis, The Brief History of the Four Waves of Feminism. Now, I've provided a podcast of stories of women in the first wave and have covered one woman briefly in the second wave, Betty Frieden. There are many other women that are in the second wave, third and fourth, that deserve comments about their accomplishments. This podcast will describe the four waves and provide a list of women who have not been covered and some that have been. These lists will then be used by me to determine who will receive more detail about their lives to show the impact that they had and still have today on our country. This will occur later in some of the podcasts that you'll be able to listen to and and hear about their great stories. But let me go into the four ways of feminism. Feminism is a movement that focused on achieving equality between men and women and provided a social construct that each gender faces in their daily lives. The four waves started early in the 1900s when the feminist movement was being recognized and has gone on to the present day. Casey Lewis describes these four waves. The four waves included addressing legal rights to the first wave, equal chances in education, jobs, and 
and dressing domestic violence in the second way, sexual harassment in an intersectional feminism in the third way, and finally justice, safety, and defying social constructs for women and marginalized groups of men, women, and those who don't identify as the fourth wave of feminism. So they're included in the fourth wave. The first wave began in 1850 and stopped in 1940. During this time, the movement was in the early stages of gaining equality. Notable characters, which you've heard about before in one of my podcasts, were Jane Addams, Sojourner Truth, Susan B. Anthony, Margaret Fuller, Lucy Stone, and Dorothy Day. During this time, the main figures of this first wave were middle-class white women, It was not until the second wave when we hear the voice of wanting rights from the women of color. And I encourage you to go back and listen to the podcast 26, 27, and 28 I've done, since you will have more in-depth information about some of the women of wave one and two and the impact of all their actions that led to the civil rights movement. You will hear about the outstanding African-American women who emerged in podcast 27 to fight slavery and to be able to speak in public with authority and be recognized for their writings and speeches. So let me take you back to the first wave for a moment because I missed a woman uh, when I uh, covered the first wave before. It was inspired by the growing in Enlightenment period in Europe was the first wave, and it started with an early century feminist I did not recognize, and I want to recognize today, which is Mary Wollstonecraft, who was one of the first modern feminists. In Wikipedia, we learned that she was a British writer, philosopher, and advocate of women's rights. Until the late 20th century, Wollstonecraft's life, which encompassed several unconventional personal relationships at the time, received more attention than her writings. Today, uh, Wollstonecraft is regarded as one of the founding feminist philosophers, and feminists often cite both her life and her work as important influences. Through her advocating for women's rights, she helped to influence future writers like feminist Jane Austen, whose books were an effort to have a voice and make the people in charge hear her message. Now, unfortunately, we know Austen was not listened to for many years until much later. In Casey Sage's The Brief History of the Four Waves of Feminism, Sage states, Mary was shamed for having different beliefs and having a child out of wedlock, but she was one of the main people who truly sought for equality and started the first wave of feminism. Legal rights and gaining the right to vote were other issues that the first wave included in their fight, since women of all races could not vote in Western world. Through this wave, women realized how wrong this was and they began to petition and form organizations with other women to fight the misogyny that they faced. The National American Women's Suffrage 
had issues with white and black women that caused the inability to help the movement as much as they wanted in this first wave. A new movement named the American Equal Rights Association helped all women and men of all races to join in this movement. This movement was created by Frederick Douglass and uh, Susan B. Anthony. As we know, it took decades for most women to have the right to vote during the first wave of feminism. White women were able to vote after 1920. However, for black women, all Asians, all Native Americans, and all Latinos, they could not vote till the second wave of feminism. And then we even see a prevention of one of these groups, even in the second wave. Now, the second wave of feminism began in 1960 and ended in 1980s. In this wave, feminists fought for the right for Black, all Asians, all Native Americans, and all Latinos to vote. They also focused on cultural and political equality among men and women. And I want to return to Casey Sage's article, but she's the one that has described it, uh, the second wave. The famous slogan during this time was, the personal is political. And this helped women see that they, they were objects rather than women or human beings. Notable figures during this time included Betty, Frieden, Gloria Steinem, Simone de Beauvoir, and Katie Millett. These women led the second wave into getting Equal Pay Acts of 1963. This act helped to try and close the wage gap. They also helped start the National Women's Organization, where Betty Frieden became the first president. Now, many of the second wave women had filled uh, in for the men when they went off to the Second World War. And during this time, women realized the inequality in the workforce. And this is what triggered the second wave. Again, Casey Sage says the following. What truly inspired the movement was the civil rights movement in the Western world and the adamant discussion of principles for equality and justice among all people. People also were fighting against the unnecessary Vietnam War. The civil rights movement was about wanting equality for both races of African-Americans and white people. This wave marched about rights, including sexuality, family, workplace issues, reproductive rights, and rape, which it also included domestic violence. The most famous march was on August 28, 1970, which celebrated the 50th year anniversary of the 19th Amendment and was organized and supported by the National Organization for Women. Sage notes, during the 60s was when all Latinos, all Asians, and all Native Americans were allowed to vote. But it took 10 more years for Latino women to be able to vote. The second wave helped to address the staggering number of rapes in domestic violence cases. And here's some facts that SAGE provides. From 62% in 1964 of violent uh, and domestic violence and rapes to 
lowering it to 32% in 2017, this wave helped to deter violent cases against women. Another accomplishment was to address racism between whites and blacks. The issue of pay wage gap, unfortunately, we still have to uh, address again and again because it, uh, it's an issue that continues to exist today. Now, the third wave began in 1990s and ended in 2010, which was at the beginning of the fourth wave. KC Sage again talks about this wave. Third wave feminists included Anita Fahill and Riot Girl. These women helped Generation X with leading the third feminist revolution when technology was becoming popular. Key authors in the third wave were Astrid Henry, Leslie Hayward, Rebecca Walker, and Kelly Budgen. These women were mainstream authors who wrote about the third wave of feminism. During this wave, they fought for equal rights for women of color, different nationalities, religions, and different cultures. This helped them focus on the individual person instead of the main group. The inspiration for this wave was the music of the time period, including pop rock, hip hop, and the new wave of consumerism coming from the internet. The swift advancement of the internet of this time heavily influenced the way people could see the world and make information on topics such as feminism more available to the regular person. Books that spoke about misogyny during this time were Virgin, The Untouched History, All About Girl, Culture, Power, and Identity, and the last book that helped influence this movement, Future Girl, Young Women in the 21st Century. The rights included in the third wave was to stop the judgment that other men and women received for having different cultures, nationalities, and religions. This, the goal of this movement gained progress, and they became more inclusive as uh, the wave continued. And as we look at this third wave with more clarity, they did address the inclusiveness. This wave still benefited white women more, and they seemingly accomplished nothing for people of color, even though they said that they were being very inclusive. Now, the fourth wave of feminism began in 2012 as the third wave began to fall away, and this wave still is going on today. Casey Sage articles then names the following people as major to the fourth wave. Tarana Burke is one of them. Patrice Cullers, Alice Garza, Opal Tumati, Beyonce, and Ma Lala. The fourth wave sought for women's safety, helping minorities get the same rights as white people, environmental issues, racism, xenophobia, and misogyny again, the LGBTQ plus community. Now, Casey uh, Sage has this to say about the fourth wave. What helped encourage this wave of feminism is the induction of Donald Trump as president. 
which angered women across the world as he openly spoke about women in vulgar ways, and this led to the Women's March of 2016. Troop's position on reproductive rights of women and his threat to put women in jail who had an abortion led to the marches and fights for reproductive rights of women. I think it's tragic that in many states we have this kind of law where you get put in jail if you want an abortion. Sage describes the fourth wave with these comments. This wave of feminism fights through our social media by making dedication pages to fight for the issues at hand. This wave uses different prints and holds mobilization as a way to fight for the reproductive rights for women. An example of the use of the social media is the Instagram page, Feminists. They use their platform to raise awareness to injustices against men and women. I would like for you to be aware of the ACLU page, which they use to fight for everyone and sometimes take things to court. They are making changes. The fourth wave makes significant effort to stop the hypersexualization of women by marching. There is evidence of seeing more inclusion in magazines where they show people of color and different size, sizes of people. The ACLU is busy going to court, to court to protect the rights of women to have abortions. However, we know the major setbacks that have occurred with the reversal of Roe versus Wade with the Dobbs case. The fight for equality among genders still goes on, and it can only stop when all are treated the same, where we all have the rights of white, what white men have in America. Think of the millions who are included in these four waves of women that fought for women to have the right to vote, who fought in the civil rights movement, gave people of color the right to vote, and fought against domestic violence of women. We have a long way to go with the Republican attacks on women having the right to choose what happens to their body, and the most recent attacks on transgender kids, which I think is outrageous. The hatred, racism, and gender ignorance attacks by the Republicans, particularly the mega Republicans, is truly a tragic situation. Now, I love Bill's Penzies, and Penzi Spices is a headquarters in uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I will end with comments from Bill Penzies in his newsletter on March 30th, 2023 at 8.22 a.m. In the country's, uh, country directly to the west of us, Waukesha, Republicans are rapidly losing their one-size-fits-all majority. On their way out, they are ratcheting up their cruelty. You may have seen it as it, it makes headlines this week against the nation that they banned Dolly Parton's song about rainbows and acceptance uh, of that from, uh, from ever occurring in a school concert in Waukesha. Now, who in the world bans Dolly Parton? He says, people here keep trying to explain that bullying LGBTQ plus kids is really bad for them and leads to negative outcomes, as if the Republicans in charge were good and decent people and would change their ways if they just understand the damage they're doing. Republicans in these parts don't work that way anymore. 
And it's not just the cruelty. It's the way each of the Republicans has to one-up the cruelty of the other Republicans around them to get a bigger share of the spotlight. These days, they're never easing up, only never-ending escalation. And I think it's important that I just finish reading about the fact that in um, Wisconsin, they're having a major change uh, with the Democrats taking over the Supreme Court in that state. So may we all review the actions of women in the fourth four waves and remember what it's like to fight for the rights of all people in America. Thank you for listening to the Hot Topic Bold Talk podcast. Now remember to get in on the conversation, head on over to patreon.com slash Dr. Jacqueline. Bye for now.